I don't get it. Why don't you get it? So, episode 57, we talked about two episodes of the original Gridman. Yeah. That spiked in views. Yep. It's so far our most popular video of the since the rebranding. Yep. Episode 58, it was all about the brand new anime. You know, it was hip, it was cool. Hasn't even broken 70 views. How does... What? I don't know. So you know what? Fuck it. We're just gonna go straight back to Ultraman. Aww. But first, let's schwa that roll call. Okay. Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Love our Hall of Fame's Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of the lion, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, episode 59, the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, and future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster, Autogar. And I am your co-host, Ultra Pink Caster, Lane Rose Pink Rosa. Hmm. Lane, stop it. It's not funny anymore. It was never funny. Stop bringing up Team 3 stuff. I'm just going to show you this card. I'm putting the episode, but... Uh, Shadowcaster uh, found pictures of a Rika cosplayer from Gridman, and oh, oh I, I my saw, god, I saw that. she is on fucking point. I don't know what's more disturbing. Like, she has the perfect legs for him. It's fucking hot. I love Please it. Please, no. Yeah. Cult of Rika. It's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, today we are talk. We're, we are back to normal. Yeah. No, no grid man. I was I was on such a grid man kick that I just want to watch grid man. No, no SSSS grid man. You know what? I'm gonna go find Redcaster and we're gonna make our own show and it's gonna talk about grid man. <laughs> we'll call ourselves Kaiju Sentai Grid Ranger. No. A show where we talk about. Gridman's past, present, future. Uh, Stop making Gridman a thing. It's never going to happen. Um, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. God damn it. Exactly. Gamera and all, all kaiju in between. Wow, you forgot Gamera's name? <laughs> you fucking douche. Hey, Ultraman! Hey, you Ultraman! Douche. You douche, man. You douche. It's a Game Grumps joke. Yeah, like, I found, Five years ago. Yeah, yeah, I found an old Game Grumps video, and I found it to be the most funniest video of all. It was them playing Pack Tack. Yeah, that was back when they were like really good at their improvisation. <laughs> so today we are talking about episode 13 of Ultraman Rube and episode 8 of Ultraman X. <gasps> but first we got some news. Really? Yeah, six pieces of news, actually. Two of them about TV 
Two of them about books, and two of them about merchandise. Alright. So, our first news story is that the English dub of Ultraman Max will soon be available through Toku HD streaming service. Cool. Okay. It's relevant since uh, we're talking about Max this week. Yeah. Oh, oh, great, great, great. You just spoiled it. Oops. Anyways, the English dub for Ultraman Max was previously airing on Toku's TV network uh, since January of 2017. Uh, the online subscription starts with a seven-day free trial, followed by a monthly payment of three ninety-nine. All right. Yeah, I won't know. <laughs> I Congrats, it got a dub. Spoilers, no one cares about dubs anymore. Aww. Especially since, you know, why watch an inferior pro like like an inferior product when I could watch the original? That's true. It's kinda like Hong Kong bootleg subs. It's like Alright, that's the closest I got. I really hope that fucking Ultraman movie from China oh, fucking sub. I hope someone finds it. We have to watch it. We gotta. We gotta review it, because we gotta see how much they've ruined Ultraman. <laughs> uh, next up, Alexander... Skarsgård joins Godzilla vs. Oh! Yeah. Neato. Uh, so, the lead actor from... Um, oh, what what's it called? Tarzan. True Blood. And Legend of Tarzan. Ooh, oh, that yeah, that, that, that movie that came out in like 2016. That did awful. Like, I don't even think it lasted its opening weekend. It probably did. No one gave a shit. Because no Tarzan is irrelevant. No one, care, no one remembers Tarzan. No one cares about Tarzan. If you're going to watch Tarzan, you're going to watch the Disney's Tarzan movie. Yeah. Because that's the best iteration of it. Like, like I, I did a quick search of him on IMDb. He's best known for just being in True Blood. Like, mm -hmm. True Blood was his big, like, breakthrough career. It was the vampire show, for people who don't know. Rogue was in it as a main character. Wait, Rogue from from the X-Men movies? Yeah, she was the fucking lead. Oh, damn. Yeah, she was the one who, like, dated a vampire. Yeah, remember when vampires were the big thing in cinemas? Yeah, and then Twilight ruined everything. Well, no, well, Twilight was the one that started it. Oh, and probably the sixth Underworld movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we got... Yeah, it started off with Harry Potter. Well, what's your favorite movie monster, Gar? My favorite movie monster? Yeah. Mine's the Wolfman. So, so we're just talking about, like, universal monsters? Sure, like like a generic movie monster. Okay, generic movie monster? Hmm. I'd, I'd say for me, werewolves. Like, werewolves, werebears, any kind of, like, lichen creature. I want to say Frankenstein, maybe. Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster. monster. Yeah. I, and I think that might be because when I was a kid, I grew up watching the Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein in which they made him a dopey like a dopey type of character oh, you know what we should you know what we should have watched for like Halloween what because it's Halloween this week we should have fucking watched uh, isn't, wasn't it like Frankenstein one of the movies like a Godzilla movie or Frankenstein something? Conquers the World yeah we should watch that oh I would have if I could actually find a damn copy right Toho come on Start re-releasing these movies. Comes to the world. We want to see that. No, just start releasing these movies in like better quality over here. Yeah. I don't want to go on illegal sites. <laughs> but yes, um, what's his name? Alexander Skarsgård uh, joins Godzilla vs. Kong, which is set to be released on May twenty second, twenty twenty, 
one year exactly after Godzilla King of the Monsters. Hmm. Which, speaking of Godzilla King of the Monsters, IDW just announced Godzilla Aftershock, a novel, a graphic novel tie-in for the comic. Or for the movie. <laughs> oh, cool. So it takes place, like, after the 2014 movie and then before... Well, uh, the events of the novel will take place in between the events of the 2014 film and King of the Monsters. Uh, the upcoming graphic novel will be written by Arvid Nelson and illustrated by Drew Edward Johnson. In, adi- in addition, the events of the novel are canon to the overall MonsterVerse series and will introduce a brand new original monster to the canon and will reveal new details about the monarch organization various activities. Uh, there is a synopsis, but I'm not going to read it because I want. I actually want to read this book. Uh, Godzilla Aftershock is set for a spring 2019 release. King Godzilla King of the Monsters, on the other hand, will be written and directed by uh, Michael Doak. Dougherty. Dougherty, who did X2, Mutants United, Superman Returns, and Krampus. And co-written by Krampus writer Zach Sheed, Shields. Yeah, yeah. Shields. And is set for a May 30th, 2019. Oh, right. It got postponed. It was coming out in March, but now it's coming out in May. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. They want to be there for those summer blockbusters because, you know, it's going to try to beat Avengers 4, which it will not. Well, well, I think... Oh, I feel so sorry for this guy now. You're right in between, like... Should have released it in March. Yeah. Oh, but isn't that... Isn't that when... Cap, like, that's when Captain Marvel comes oh, out. Oh, so he would have been fucked either way. Fucking, like, who, fucking wait, Marvel ruins everything wait, now. What are you going to go see? A Godzilla movie or an MCU film? Yeah, yeah, that's the problem with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I'm just going to straight up admit, I fucking hate how they release like one movie every three months. Like, seriously. In March, you have Captain Marvel. May, Avengers 4, whatever the fuck you're going to fucking call it. That's the title of it. Avengers 4, whatever the fuck you're going to fucking call it. <laughs> Whoa. And then in July, you got Spider-Man Far From Home. Yep. So it's like, if you release a movie between March and, like, say, like, August, you're fucked. And this is why Wonder Woman 1984 got postponed to 2020. It's like, we can't compete with this. We're, no. Next year. Yeah. Then you got Shazam coming out, yeah. which... Okay, when's, the super, when's the superhero fatigue gonna start? Never. I mean, I... Hey, for me personally, dude, I enjoy every MCU film that comes out. So. I do too, but sometimes someone has to put their foot down and be like, enough is enough. So the question audience is, am I going to go see Godzilla or the MCU films? Am I going to see both? Yeah. Because I've watched... With Gar, I've watched every single Godzilla movie. And am I, gonna, am I planning to stop? No. No, until one of us dies. Yeah, or they just, you know, Godzilla gets... Well, that Soho goes bankrupt. Which, ah. Oh, no, they're made of money. Right? They've become money. Hell, now they're, like like we've talked about before, they're planning on making a goddamn Godzilla cinematic universe. Which I'm fine with that, because it's like, they're gonna give their own, like, they're gonna give each monster their own movie. Sweet! Which means we can have an excuse to watch those kaiju's original movies mm-hmm. so like when you know we hear like a mothra movies coming out in japan and we'll be like okay let's go watch the original mothra movies oh let's go watch rodan let's watch fucking King Ghidorah. And, and then we're gonna learn oh shit these movies actually kind of suck yeah <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> 
just, just, holy shit, that sucked. And, like, for a possible thing for me in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, I'm honestly afraid that Mothra's not going to be in it that long. Oh, no. Chances are Mothra's going to awaken and then reset the world. Yeah. Or just die in a blaze of glory like she's done but like the past last two movies she was in and then like another mothra egg just shows up with a larva mothra no seriously the last two movies mothra was in burst into flames and fucking sacrificed herself that's all she's good for but you know what it's cool because mothra's i feel the best i feel like rodan's gonna be the one that sacrifices himself in king of the monsters oh king Ghidorah's gonna fucking tear rodan in half that that's what i mean like king Ghidorah's chance like chances are king of King Ghidorah is going to show up, beat the shit out of Rodan, go fight Godzilla, Mothra, Moth, Larva Mothra, try saying that three times fast. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. She's going to get weekend, probably going to Cocoon. After the fight, she's going to come back out as, you know, Spread her wings out yeah, like in the spread, fucking yes. trailer. God yeah. damn this. Yeah. Every time I see that, my I fucking my hair stands up because it's so fucking cool. Just the wings spread out. She's going to fly around, probably save everyone because, you know, Mothra, the fucking hippie peacekeeper. I'm joking. Love you, Mothra. I hope the legendary movies eventually make Mechagodzilla. I'd be so fucking happy. Well, from what we understand, Godzilla vs. Kong is the last film in the MonsterVerse. Oh, okay. Yeah, because remember, the rights, after Godzilla vs. Kong, the rights go back to uh, Toho. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we, hey... Four solid films? That's good enough for a cinematic mm-hmm. universe. That's like a good day. Yep, and then soon we're going to be watching part three of uh, Godzilla Monster Planet. So. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Are, are you going to get this graphic novel, do you think? Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, actually, while well, looking at I noticed it's not IEW, it's Legendary Comics, so... They own their own comic? I guess okay. Legendary Pictures is making their own comic. Wait, was... Was the Power Rangers... 2017 movie comic by Legendary? No, it was done by Boom. Oh, okay. It was, but... I still gotta read read that and own it. (laughs) Ironically enough, that's also called Aftershock. Oh. Huh. What are a few words overused in comics? Aftershock, Crisis, Wars. Gar, you know what? Also Saga. You should be, um... You should you should actually buy this graphic novel, read it, and then you can be one of those people who's like, "Oh, I know it happens before this because yeah, like that was me when I watched uh, Clone Wars, Star Wars: The Clone Wars season two, and it ended with like them going to uh, rescue the Chancellor at Coruscant, oh. and so I'm just walking in episode three and I just see the Battle of Coruscant, and I'm like, "Yep, I know this started," <laughs> just being like one of those douchebags, like, "Yep, I already know." Oh, look, Grievous, I know why he's got that cop. I know why he's got that cop. <laughs> I, loved I loved that. That was such a proud moment for me. Anyways. Uh, Anyways. Speaking of other books, Red Man Volume 2 has been announced. And uh, oh, my God. Yeah, he looks so weird. He does look weird. He's got a oh, nose. It's gonna, it's gonna, oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. So, Gar, where's Volume 1, huh? Oh, gee, uh, I didn't buy it because, you know... It's it's something called fucking broke, <laughs> or or it, okay, it's not that I'm broke. Just you know, finance like finances are going to a better thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Redman Volume Two has been announced uh, by Facefix Publishing. 
uh, creator and artist Matthew Frank released the cover. And it will be released on November 30th at Tokyo Comic Con. It's a cool uh, picture, though. Yeah, which uh, its general sale in bookstores will be in mid-December. A English language release will come after this. We'll keep you up to date when Volume 2 actually comes out. Yep. Nothing else to say, just it happened. Hey, Redman. Yeah. I think our likes. And then on to our toy news. Uh, Premium Bandai announces the Ultraman Rube Gyro Saki Mitsurugi specification set. Yeah, so the, this is called the Rube Gyro Saki version. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And it comes with a blank, blank crystal? Yeah, it comes with a blank crystal. Cool. <gasps> Gar, maybe we can draw our Ultraman onto that. And I'll just be like, Ultraman! Or, you know, we could just buy the, like, candy toy versions and customize them. That'd be neat. Yeah. It looks nice. Yeah, it... I like, I like the gray on it. Again, I like... like I, I'd probably get this... I just don't like the, the decals on the on the black part of the gyro. Oh, no, I think it... I think it improves. Other than that, I like, I like the gray all around the gyro. It looks super nice. I'm just a big advocate of gray. I have no idea why. Just reading it, uh, re reading some uh, some of the article. Uh, about twenty types, so basically twenty phrases are included in the new Rube Gyro, in which it's Saki. Uh, the Ultraman Rube Gyro Saki specification set includes a DX Saki. It's the the gyro and the blank crystal. The DX. The item will require three AAA batteries, which are not included, uh, 0 out of 10. It'll be, uh, shipment will be in March of 2019. Pre-orders are expected until December 25th, 2018 at 23 J Japanese Standard Time. And it'll cost 5,616 yen. So, probably looking like $80 for this. It's cool. It's a cool until you hit middleman fees, in which it will probably become like a two hundred dollar thing. Maybe we'll see. I mean, just I remember when I had to pay an arm and a leg for the dark orb ring. It was but it's worth, worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. And I don't care if there is a retail version of the dark orb ring now. You know, you know, I own the original. You know, it's funny. Like Dave, Dave told me like about the build hazard figure. He's just like. He's like, you're not, you're not gonna get one until June. I hope you know that. And he's like, you might as well just like buy one from like eBay or something like that, because then you can get it faster. And I'm like, yeah, but I can wait because I can get, at least guarantee I'll get one. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't feel comfortable spending like 150 dollars online. Wait, wait, is he referring to the Tamashi like Nations event? No, he's talking about like the the retail one. Oh, the retail one that's coming out. Yeah, but he's uh, he got the second shipment in for for June. So. Okay. In which the uh, hazard figure, like the retail one, it doesn't come with hot gatling, does yes, it? Yes, it does. I, I think it is. Oh, it is. I think it. it I think it's gonna come with it. Well, I hope so. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right, and uh, speaking of Tamashii Nations, we got some reveals. 
Oh, fuck all the Comrader ones. I'm joking. Yeah, all right. Let's 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 go to the most important one first, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, so... Number one. Motherfucking S.H. Piggy Arts, Ultraman, Belial. My boy, my favorite Ultraman, and holy shit, he looks amazing. He does. I am fucking buying this. For a prototype, he actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Like, I'm... Look how bulky he is. Mm-hmm. Like... Honestly, I want to get this, then get Jeed, and then if I really want to, get Thunderbreaster and just have all three of them, just like the Belial boys. And the best part of all, it has a release date. 2019, baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting one. April of 2019. I'll have to make sure to keep reminding Dave to, to get me one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then... So, so with the others... There is a SH Figuarts Ultra 7 special colored version. So Don't ask me what's so special about it. I'm, uh, it looks like the the head's like more like Maybe? It's not like silver. If you look on his head, like it's more like a like a gray plastic instead of like a silver paint. That could be it. Maybe maybe it's supposed to be like based around like when it was like original designs or something? Like did he have different designs? Kind of I don't know. Oh. Maybe you are maybe. Maybe it's just a more show-accurate looking Ultra 7. Well, no, that that was the whole point of the of the SH Figuarts Ultraman. Like, they're meant to look more like the suits. Where, if you look at the Ultra Axe, they do look amazing. Mm. But they are heavily, like, they're 80% not show-accurate. Yeah. Where the Figuarts are more show-accurate. Yeah. Like, screen-accurate, if you want to say. I don't know, I like this. I actually like this this version of them. It looks a lot better than the Ultra Act, I will admit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only for display purposes as of right now, but it's Ultra 7, so chances are it'll get released in the future. Oh, yeah. Once again, there's Belial. And I was correct. Um, they did show off the other four uh, Rosso and Blue figure arts. So we have Rosso Flame. Or Blue Flame. Yeah, or, yeah Rosso. Rosso. Yeah, Aqu- sorry, Blue Flame. You're all right. Uh, we got Rosso Aqua. And uh, we we also got Ultraman Rube. Which, we already said that the gimmick figure looks fucking good. The final figure looks good. And as if there was no doubt, the figure art looks fucking amazing. Uh, the head needs a bit more work, but it's a prototype. Yeah. And it's only display only, but if Royal Mega Master got released, chances are this will get released. I'm surprised you haven't jumped on Royal Mega Master. Well, I need a hunt. again finances. Yeah, that's true. And we also got a shot of like there aren't really any clear shots, but we did get a shot of Ultraman Rosso wind form and Ultraman Blue ground form. Yeah, so we have figures of like all all versions. eight forms. Yeah, which they all look good. Ho- mm-hmm. Hopefully, the second wave comes out, and then Ultraman Rube. Will probably happen in the futures, and last but not least, we have Ultraman Zero uh, Ultimate form that was shown off, which is just the regular Ultraman Zero figure with the uh, Ultimate armor. Oh, and there's X in the background. Yeah, and as always, Ultraman X, which I am picking up from Dave. Nice. Dave. Oh, oh and... and then yeah, back to the Common Rider ones, in which they look fine. Yes, we've already talked about Laser Level 3. He's fucking beyond excited. Oh my god. 
Just my my buff boy. He looks so good. Now the only question is, does he? Will he come with another hand with the with the Giga Finalizer? No wait, no, it's no the Giga Finalizer was from uh, Jeed. I think his was just. Finalizer? Yeah, Battleizer, right? Giga Yeah, it was, that was it. The Giga Battleizer. Yeah. That was it. Because I was like, wait, no, the Giga yeah, Atrocious. Yeah. Atrocious had it. Oh, yeah, he did. So, yeah, they could easily just repackage him with it. Mm-hmm. Which. I, I also like Atrocious. Yep. Uh, Atrocious, Atrocious is really cool. I just, like, I want original Belial first. And you'll get him. I know, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on my middle uh, Dave's fucking ass about getting this figure because like I remember like last year or like before Enemy North I asked him to get me an Ultraman Jeed figure art and he's like yeah yeah sure sure never got me it <laughs> so I never even bothered asking I I, I feel like I kind of helped him out with Ultraman stuff before because like I feel like before Ultraman Orb he never actually got Ultraman oh. stuff but like I asked like I personally asked him I was like hey can you get me Ultraman or like can you get me Ultraman stuff and he's like yeah you can get you Ultraman stuff yeah that's a great thing about having a store pull that came from Japan because you can literally ask him for anything and they get it for you mm-hmm. that's why I was able to get the Tenga Robo <laughs> can't wait to get that can't believe you got that the deluxe edition too comes with the fucking Tenga cannon oy they. Alright, so I think we should switch it up this time. What? So let's Wait, let's talk about Ultraman X first. What? what? Oh no! Oh. in the room lane x isn't doesn't use the gyro to transform oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. all right so ultraman x episode eight x in peril yeah today we're talking about ultraman x first over ultraman rube more or less because of theories but anyways and also because we haven't talked about x in a while I missed X. Oh, wow. It's not like we went three weeks without talking about Ultraman Rube. <laughs> no, I'm so glad we got Rube back. No, X. let's talk about Ultraman X. Yeah, X is the more superior show. No. <laughs> no. No, in like so many levels. <laughs> like, for instance, um, that throughout the series of Ultraman X, there are 0.5 episodes. I think episode 7.5 and 14.5. Where it's just recaps of the seasons. Yep. Or, or of the episodes. Yep. Well, you just don't watch those. It's for kids who don't remember shit. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. So, this episode was really, really good. I enjoyed it because, you know, Zeton was in it. Yes, Zeton made a... a He's like, Zeton. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Zeton. Zeton is another drink. Anyway, another drinky poo. Another drinky poo. Anyways, um, yes, episode eight uh, reintroduces us to the space dinosaur that is Zeton. Uh, 
And it also introduces us, or reintroduces us, to Ultraman Max, Max, Max. Max, Max, Max. Ultraman Max. In which, like, so uh, Max's actor shows up as Dr. Tolman. Toma. Yeah, Toma, sorry. Kaito Toma. Yeah. Well, no, just Dr. Toma yeah. at the start. Yeah. In which he's like, oh, I worked with... Oh, Daichi, I worked with your dad on Spark Doll research. What? Yeah, I have a Zetson Spark Doll. It's totally not a convenient thing that the Zetson that you were just fighting magically vanished. Yeah, it's like vanished. why? It's like why would we have why would why would we have a Zetson Spark Doll when you know Zetson wasn't defeated? <laughs> so they try like so X tries to fight Zetson and like. You know, he tries different armors, gets his ass kicked, and then he's like, okay, we, we need something strong enough to fight him. So then, yeah, Toma comes in, and he's like, oh, let's let's develop the, the Cyber Zeton card so we can make the Zeton armor for well, X. Daichi was already working on a Cyber card for uh, for Cyber Zeton. Oh, okay. But it's just they didn't have enough data. Like, they didn't have enough data for him. That's why Dr. Toma came in with the Spark Doll. He's like, with this, we can finish it. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, oh, golly gee, let's do it. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. Gee willikler. Jiminy jillikers. Jiminy jimmikers. Dr. Toma, can we really do it? I think so, Daichi. Wow, wowee. Simity doodade. Tachibana mentions that Daichi is young, so we decided to give him catchphrases. He sounds like a 1950s sitcom boy, like fucking Leave it to Beaver. Oh, gee whiz. Dr. Gowerman? This is knocking futz. <laughs> and then Blue Caster comes through the wall and be like, no! Oh my god, can you, can you tell the episode just leave it to Daichi? Leave it to Daichi? Leave it to Daichi. Leave it to Daichi. <laughs> Yay. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to add another reference to that. Nah, we'll just leave it. Leave it to Daichi. <laughs> what uh, did you have? Sit around the house, no, sit around the lab and watch Leave It to Daichi. Oh. <laughs> it, it was a reference to Weird Al song where he, in the Dare to be Stupid song with Weird Al, it, there's a line that says, sit around the house and watch Leave It to Beaver. Oh, okay. The future's after you, so what you gonna do? Dare to be stupid, dare to be stupid. What did I say? Leave it to Leave it. Daichi. Daichi. <laughs> so then, you know, he's like, oh, gee whiz, X, we got a new armor for you. I just see him with a sweater vest on and be like, oh, wowee. Wowee. <laughs> Where is he from? Song of the South? Yep. Song of the South. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, they finished the, oh my goodness, this isn't a mouthful, Cyber Zeton Cyber Card. <laughs> yep. Which, we saw a picture of Cyber, Zet Cyber Zeton. He's fucking cool looking. Like, looks really cool. And then Gar made me made me realize something that I didn't realize about Zeton. He's like, "Hey Lane, have you ever guessed wondered where Zeton's eyes are?" And I just like me, I was like, "They're on his chest, aren't they?" Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's that, 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 that thing on his head was always this." Yes, not according to Ultra Wiki, which gets its information from a uh, like official Subaraya books. The yellow dots on Zeton's chest are his eyes. Weird. No, what's weird is the original ending for Zeton, the original Ultraman series, where Subaraya was like, that's too fucking dark, we're not doing that. 
No, kids totally couldn't handle, you know, Zetan beating the shit out of Ultraman cracking his color timer, then Zafi coming in and beating the shit out of him. Oh, God. I, never, I don't think they've ever done that uh, since then, huh? Crack, break a fucking Ultraman well, that's, color timer? That's why in the final episode of Ultraman, when you see Ultraman just laying there, he has, like, some sort of bubble wrap around his color timer. That's all that remains of that original, like, ending that they had. Don't worry, we'll talk about Zaton next week as well. Anyways, um... But yes, uh, Zaton shows up again, Daichi decides to unite with X and become Ultraman X. And put on the Zaton armor! Which was what Dr. Toma wanted, because he wasn't Toma. <gasps> what? Yeah, he was an alien named Saran Quill. And Earth, then, Earth. oh, lo and behold, the real Toma, Kaito Toma, shows up. Yeah, in which Kaito Toma is a member of Dash, but not just any member of Dash. He is the main character, a.k.a. the host, for Ultraman Max. You know, Dash... Dirty ass shitheads. You dumbass shit shitheads. Dumbass shitheads. You dumbass shitheads. Uh, but no, no we no. we find out later that it's not actually him. It's Ultraman Max assuming the form of Kaito Toma. Oh yeah, does Ultraman have that ability? Yeah, so that's why like we always question an Ultraman or or of the origin saga, just being like, what is that actually like? Dinan Cosmos, which I was like, yeah, no, that was that. Oh yeah. That wasn't their human forms. Or human hosts, whatever. Um, but yeah. Sorry, it's flies everywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so the suit, like, there's something wrong with the Zeton armor, which then it, uh, like, corrupts X, and then, like, you know, he can't control his body, and so, like... He starts to lose his consciousness. Yeah, well. so he, uh, like, Max gets, like, thrown off by Zeton, and then, like, X catches him, and so he, like, gives him the knowledge, like, oh... Thanks for catching me. And then he just keeps holding him, and Max's like, oh, oh, Shwa? <laughs> shwa? What are you doing? <laughs> and which, so Zetan and Ultraman Max start beating the shit, at, or Ultraman X starts beating the shit out of Max. Yep. I, I kept getting that confused when I was doing that. So I'm like, Ultraman X, I mean, Max. Fuck! Oh, that's so hard. Why do both of have X in their names? That's pretty much the reason why I kept getting them, like, mixed up in the notes. I was like, but then uh, it's like, they ask uh, Alien Quil- Quilla. It's like, oh, are you here to take over the world? Take over the world? Man, you guys are stupid. No, I just want revenge on Max. Yeah, fuck Earth. It's boring. And then, like, Ultraman Or when freaking Aliens that time shows up. It's like, oh, are you here to take over the world? Really? You, you guys, planet fucking suck. Yeah. Like, no. why would you want to invade a rotten world like this? Grand, the only good reason I've ever heard of a reason why to conquer Earth was actually with Rita Repulsa in the Go-Go Power Rangers comic, in which like she actually gives a valid reason why to conquer Earth. They haven't invented like hyper-time space travel yet. So they're easy. Yeah, it's like it's a win-win. We could easily take it over in like a weekend. And then they die. Hey, let's make a weekend out of it. Yeah, well, I'm going to take over the world on my little mini tricycle. Uh-huh, I'm the Wicked Witch. 
So I love when they're like in Power Rangers when they, in like the first episode where they first showed Rita Repulsa on the viewing glove, you just see her and her tries to go, ah! Yeah. And I'm like, I, just as an adult, you just watch that, you're like, is there a villain? Really? We're, we're, we were just talking to a giant floating head. And then Saban just does the amazing thing and makes an original villain specifically for, for Power Rangers. And he was amazing. And then parents complained he was too dark. And so they had to be like, oh, okay, oh he marries Rita. And it becomes a bit dumb. No, Lord Zed was awesome. Like, oh, early Lord Zed was so fucking cool. Oh, yeah, Lord Zed was always cool. And, but anyways, back, uh, speaking as uh, Z characters, uh, let's go back to Dragon Ball Z. I'm joking, let's talk about more X. So, Daichi is able to break Ultraman X out of his little... By, like, using Cyber Elecane or something? To, yeah, like, he, like... so he hotwires the Zeton card with the powers of the Cyber Elecane card. Well, like, trying killing himself in the process. Like, he's like... Getting like hit with electrical shocks, he's like ah, because like it's it's like going through like X's body, so like which is channeling through Daichi as well, so it's just like it's fucking hurting. Imagine a Pikachu using Thunderbolt with Ash Ketchum. Ah. Pretty much it. Um, <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> um, yeah. So then and then they finally like X and Max get to team up. Mm-hmm. Which I'm a bit sad that we never heard the Max theme song. That would've been cool. Yeah, because Zero gets his theme song in the crossover, but fuck Max. But yeah, seeing Max's design, like, it's cool. I'm not a big fan. Like, I'm a big fan of his overall design, but I'm not a big fan of like the, like, the not fin. Because like, I like Ultraman with fins. Well, he has a fin. Yeah, but it's kind of like jutted out to the front with like a little blue thing in the middle of it. So like, I'm not a big fan of that. Kind of reminds me of Ultra Seven a bit. Yeah. No, I. This episode made me appreciate Ultraman Max's design. Like he, I also feel sorry for Ultraman Max altogether because I feel like he's one of the most forgotten Ultraman out there. It's like Ultraman Max. Yeah. Wait, who? He. In which he uh he defeats the, the Serenquilla, with his Galaxy Sword. Ooh. Yeah, Galaxy Sword, because Max is the only Heisei Ultra, Ultraman with no form, with no other forms. Well, that's why he's forgettable, because he doesn't have anything else. Like, Tiga started the whole, like, uh, switching for like switching colors. Dinah did the same thing, because, you know, sequel season. Gaia did the same thing. Gaia, same thing. Cosmos. Cosmos, a bit, but not a whole lot. Nexus had the same... Like, Nexus also had red and blue form with his uh, base form. Max? Nothing. Just, wow, Max. You, you, you dropped the ball there. And then just Orb came out of nowhere. It's like, nope, fusions! Oh, oh yeah, Orb's like, that's cute. Hold my beer. <laughs> hold my hold my soda drink. Yeah, hold my soda drink. Um. Yeah, and so they defeat Zeton. They defeat the alien dude. and Alien Quilla. Yeah, Quilla. So, so and, rank, you know, Quilla. Zio helped a little bit, but I think it would have been cooler if it was Zio who defeated Zeton, because then it would have been a nice callback to the original Ultraman, Ultraman where they defeated Zeton. I, I feel like that had, like, if I was in charge of the production company, I would make that a running joke where Ultraman cannot beat the, the space dinosaur. Zeton, yeah. Yeah, it's like they can't beat Zeton, but normal humans can't. But they can defeat Zeton Death Scythe. Mm. I love 
love fucking Zeton Deathsaith. Hyper Zeton Deathsaith? Yeah, Hyper Zeton Deathsaith. Mm-hmm. Hyper Zeton Deathsaith, go! <laughs> but yeah, and the episode ends with Daichi and Daichi and X being farewell with Ultraman Max. Yeah, and, and Max and Max gives him like, you know, I know I didn't like I you know, meaning my double or whatever like that, like the imposter like kinda shook your faith in people. But don't lose faith in people. Try, have faith in others and that'll give you strength. Oh by the way, here oh by the way, here's enough power of mind that creates an Ultra Max cyber card. Yeah, he just makes an Ultra Max cyber card, fucks off, and it's like Oh. Which Guard did tell me it does get used at some point. So just later that's on. what I like. I, I like when, you know, like a uh, character gets like a MacGuffin or an item or something and then it's used. I hate when it's not. Like they make something and it's not used. So like, sure. Do they ever use the ultimate zero card again? No. But do they use it at least once? Yeah. <laughs> Will they use it ever again? Actually, yes. They'll use it again. Oh. Just again. I won't say when. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but yes, uh, but a lot of people are probably confused as to why Ultran Max, just again, one of the most forgotten ultra like ultra warriors at the time, was just in the episode. Was it his 12th anniversary? Well, actually, yes, unlike Ultraman Zero, there is a valid reason for it. 2015, which when Ultraman, Ma- when Ultraman X aired, marked the 10th anniversary of Ultraman Max. So it made sense to commemorate the 10th anniversary with the return of Ultraman Max teaming up with Ultraman X. Yeah. Because X means 10. Yes. Surely. Sure. <laughs> Actually, that, that's a that's something that I want to know. Why is he called Ultraman X? It, oh, gee, it's not like he has fucking X's everywhere on him. Sorry. But there's got to be a reason. No. That's exactly why. It's like, why is his name Orb? Why is his name Jeed? Well, we, he gave a valid reason, Jeed, where it was like, it was the words Gene and Destiny just altered into Jeed. Because, yeah, that's how things work. Uh, Anyways, let's talk about Rube. Yeah. Alright, totally forgot about Daichi's monster. Oh, okay. Well, also, quickly, the Cyber Zeton armor it just looked like a copy of the G- Cyber Gomorrah. Yeah. So I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, it gets cool, I guess. But it had an awesome drill attack. It did have an awesome drill attack. Uh, okay, uh, so yeah. So, Ultra Rube episode 13, No Secrets Allowed, and it showed, like, a picture of Asahi, Asahi like... Holding a piece of candy. Like, happy! Happy! So, for a clip show, this is actually pretty cute. It was fun. It was it better than Jeed's clip episode? No. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, no. all times, yes. No, no Aizen, though. Yeah, Aizen, aside from in clips, was not shown in this entire episode. Nope. Nope. But yeah, so, like, it, this is a fun clip show, so it's pretty much like, uh, Sami and Katsumi are just, like, you know, shooting the shit, passing the ball together, uh, around together, like, playing catch, which... Those crane shots. Katsumi... No, those crane shots 
that they used for the freaking clip episode. Where did we find this in the budget? Just put a, it's just put a camera on a crane. You just, that's all you do. You probably have like the Subaraya crane. Yeah, but it's like, why of all times? Because it's them playing catch, so you want to see them actually like throwing the ball and stuff like that, because it makes the scene more relevant. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> but yeah, and if you notice, Katsumi had a red baseball glove, while Isami had a blue baseball glove. Rosso and blue, and they never change their fucking clothes. It's like Power, change your fucking clothes. It's like Power Rangers Megaforce all over again. So yeah, and then uh, like it would be cool if like Ushio like they wore one of Ushio's shirts or something all the time. Well, they did in, like episode ten, and then they were again. Anyways, um, so then yeah, also he kind of like runs up to him and just be like, "Tell me the truth. Tell me everything." Up till now, and they're like, "Tell me everything that's happened, you bitch." And they're like, "Hey." Right. Right. Um, so, so where do you want to begin? At the start? No, no, we're gonna tell you right in the middle. So we were born. <laughs> no, not that far. Not that far. God damn. Which, speaking of Ushio, he actually gets a side plot in the clip episode, where he's still trying to figure out. Like, I remember having a daughter. But the photo I have shows that I don't have one. Yeah, and then, like, Ushio, whatever, like, he brings out, like, a, he has, like, a, a t uh, on a table, he has, like, Katsumi, Isami, and Asahi's names, and then he puts, like, a bunch of stuff related to all three of his like, children. Like a box that he had in the garage yeah. of just, like, stuff from their past. And then he's like, Katsumi, Isami, Katsumi, Isami. Until the box is empty and, and he finds out. There, there's nothing from Asahi. Nothing. Which like, nothing. Gar then made a, brought up a really, really interesting theory, which I'm like, I actually agree with. Yeah. In which, so, episode one. Like, come back, come back to episode like, one. Go back to, <laughs> yeah, go back to episode one of Rube, where Asahi shows up right as they wake up from their first battle as Ultraman. That is the only time Asahi is mentioned in the first episode. Yeah. And then everyone just goes along with it. So could it be that Asahi just showed up after they became Ultraman? Yeah, and then, like, there's things where, like, you know, it's like, oh, I remember I remember this shirt that you, like, oh, I love this shirt. And Asahi's like, yeah, you're always pretty silly looking at it. And he's like, oh, oh, you. And, like, Ushio's just like, remember her they remember her like i do but there's no tangible proof and which then just like at the end just ushio just goes up to us and he's just like who the fuck are you and which since we already saw the movie scans we know asahi's an ultraman ultra woman ultra being being fucking biased gar <laughs> so, so lane and i have decided as the host for ultra ranger uh that after after ultraman rube we'll no longer be talking about uh magazine like magazine toy catalogs and magazine scans for upcoming episodes unless except for like pre-show yeah. scans just to see what we're getting into yeah so more or less the only the only times we'll be talking about the magazine scans is when a trademark gets announced first toy catalog so that we know what we're getting into like Elaine just mentioned and 
uh, press conference information. Yeah, because like now we know Asa he becomes an ultra Ultraman, and we're just like, oh, it's like I guessed this, like, like I already guessed this, but then it's like well, there goes the mystery. Yeah, because that would have been cool if we watched the movie and we saw it. We'd be like, oh, oh, shit. oh fuck. So it's like how I didn't add the other news story about another cast member joining Rube, but I didn't just to save both you and me from spoilers. I didn't put it. Good. Awesome. We'll see that character when we see them. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just like, for me personally now, Ultraman's just like one of those things where it just like, like, Comrider, I get spoiled for. I don't care. I like seeing magazine and skits for Comrider because it gets it gets me hyped for like, what's ahead. Mm-hmm. Super Sentai, I don't mind either. But Ultraman, I don't know, Ultraman just has like a better unique story to it and it's 25 episodes so it's like, it's just 25 episodes so why, why spoil that? Mm-hmm. So we don't need to know who's, like, ahead for, like, kaijus. And when we see kaiju show, we'll be like, oh my god, it's fucking blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because we already know what's Endgame for freaking for Ultraman Rube. Yeah. But it's like, you know, maybe next maybe next year when we hit season three of Ultranger, we'll just, we'll, we'll keep things quiet in the down low. Yeah. And then all the fans will be like, hey guys, spoilers! And we'll be like, Oh, thank you. Even though we mentioned that we're oh, no comments disabled for this video. Comments disabled. Um, and like the way they're explaining everything was really cool. Like they talk about like their forms, how they can exchange crystals, their weapons that they have. Like first clip is how they became Ultraman. Second clip is how they uh can switch. Again, switch crystals with unique abilities. Which um, we we went we saw the flashback where like we see like Rosso and Blue from like, you know, fifteen hundred years ago, whatever like that, where they're battling and they get de- defeated. Yeah. So Gary thought of an interesting thing where it's like, well, what if they were originally were Ultraman Rube and they couldn't defeat whatever they were fighting, so they were like, hey, let's just separate into two separate Ultraman, maybe we'll have a better chance, like a little double our odds. And then it then and, and then that's didn't. why they just disintegrated into crystals yeah so i feel like that that that's how that battle and i feel like we are going to see the that whole fight i feel like another thing that i feel like we're gonna see is why makoto aizen chose ultraman orb like there's gotta be a reason as to like there's gotta be a valid reason why he chose ultraman orb like to, to choose i like to think maybe he encountered like orb saved his life or something like that and he just looked up to him you know when he was like a young kid or something like that like a young little Cla- young young little space cloud yeah young little space cloud because this clip because this clip episode remember that he's yeah, an yeah, alien reminded us that aizen is just a tiny little cloud named cesar or Celazar or something. Or, yeah, Sarazar, some. Um, but yeah, so maybe maybe he's just maybe he got rescued by Orb. Who knows? Yeah. Then again, it's not like we have episodes fourteen through sixteen fully subbed, and we could watch them at any point. Maybe we will after this. Maybe. I'd like to. All right, we'll catch up. Fuck yeah. Yeah, let's do the thing. Eh. 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 Yeah, we yeah. caught two times. I. I keep getting their handshake confused with, with yeah, with Forza's. Yeah. Forza's handshake's fucking fun though. Forza's handshake is the handshake of all heroes. <laughs> but yeah, um, oh yeah, Saki shows up in the episode and she and does nothing except for go, hey, uh, uh, <laughs> Crystal Rube Crystal Set Five out now. 
Yeah, I got an Ultraman and Ultraman Belial Rube crystals. Yeah, so the so, Belial the Belial crystal is canon to the show, which makes me fucking super happy because I'm getting that set. So yay. yeah, and what she makes a quote from Tokugawa I- Iyase, uh, I- Iyasu Iyasu Iyasu, in which he is the first Shogun general in okay. Japan. I guess so. Yeah, in which or. That's why I quickly read up on Wikipedia. I didn't really look at it. I skimmed it. Hey, did you not read my email? I skimmed it. Oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the quote is, If one's wish is righteous, then the time will surely come when it is fulfilled. Kind of reminds me of my phrase that my parents always, or that my dad always said to me, everything works out in the end. That's true. Mm-hmm. In which... Like, that is something that I always kind of live by. Everything works out in the end. Yeah. Like, maybe that's why I also like Toku. It's like, even when it's in its highs and lows, there is always something at the end. Even if the show sucked, there is something at the end. For instance, a new season. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like X-Aid. Everything, everything works out in the end. We got Kamen Rider build. <laughs> Build, Build was a pretty fantastic show, and, like... Build is a good show, just don't overthink it. No. Like... Don't don't overthink it, like Zio. No, no, don't overthink it, like with Evolt. I kind of overthink Evolt, and I'm like, he he wasn't that good of a villain. He was awesome. Yeah, yeah, but if you actually think about it... Sorry if we're going on a little tangent here, but... (laughs) You never gave your proper thoughts on Build. Yeah, but no, just when I overthought, like, with Build... I noticed one thing that kind of bugged me a bit with Bloodstark in the end. He didn't really have a proper end goal. It was just, I'm going to blow shit up now. Well, it was more so, hey, I want space travel so I can go and fuck up other fucking worlds. Yeah, but it's like, it's like but why? Because that's just his nature. Yeah, but it's like, well, like, if there was a thing for it, then maybe. The only, the only one flaw that I think the writers fucked up with with Evil was that when like Sento fucking kicked him and then gave him gave him human emotions? So I'm like, then what the fuck was all that beforehand? Was that just you acting? I don't think I don't think they should ever have done that. I they should have just had emotions and then like genius build genius just like kick them into overdrive. Mm-hmm. I think that should have been. Well, and the other problem that I also have with Evolt, in which I kind of blame the writers with this. Is that he didn't really get a good, like, farewell in the show. It's just, he got kicked, the world got saved. It would have been nice if he got, like, a final say or something. Oh, yeah, he had a final word. Sentence well, no, it was just, ah! Well, no, he, he, he did say something. He's like, he's like oh, you sentence the last of me, I'll destroy you all. And then... Yeah, but it would, have been, it would have been cool if, like, we saw him just start disintegrating with his hands and such. And he's like... Just, like, like, or just, like a Soichi or he, like he takes Soichi's form yeah Soichi's form like he just starts to disintegrate and instead of being like any like any final words like oh I'll get my revenge one day or, or like or, I'll be in victory be mine or I'll perfect line just meh, it was fun ciao yeah just ciao yeah and then that's it anyways anyways uh, uh, but yeah Rube episode was eh I like the side plot. I'm glad they had the kind of the yeah. side plot oh, yeah. just kind of confirming more about Asahi and like... Yeah, Ushio's storyline was more interesting than uh, 
then Katsumi and Sami telling Oh, yeah, your shirt. Oh, yeah. It was a Kitan shirt. So it was like a picture of a cat, T, and then... Kitan. Like, it was cat and T mixed together. Kitan. And we also found out why he got into the shirt industry. It's because when he met Mio in high... in school it didn't really imply when in school high school probably college, college probably college he made a shirt for her yeah he made a shirt for her that was Mio Hearts Ushio and then she was like she said like it was oh. so embarrassing that or well, like, she, she said like it would be a waste it'd be a waste if I if I wore it so she didn't wear it yeah. but like she loved it and that's what kind of got inspired Ushio to go into the t-shirt business in open Quattro M Quattro M Quattro M what? Uh, oh yeah, and then like while Asahi like or like Isami's trying to like hold off Asahi when like Asahi's like trying to like oh let me like, let me hold the crystals now let me hold the crystals and she makes this this like fucking face that's just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're in, that's the thumbnail with like like Zeton's like looking at her when, when Zeton and Ultraman X are together I'm just gonna slap her face on Zeton's body there you go with Ultraman X there you go yeah. X X X. Do, do, do. X, 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 X X X Ultraman X. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty, pretty much, much it. it. So next episode, uh, I think it's a two-parter. I think. Okay. Episode fourteen, fifteen. Well, then maybe we'll do a two-parter. Well, maybe, but you have to remember. Next week is episode sixty. It's another even episode. Oh my god, so that means what kaiju club, bitch? Yeah, we're moving on to... Next week, we're moving on to episode 60, so we get to talk about another episode of Kaiju Club. And episode 4 still hasn't been subbed. Yeah, episode 4 still hasn't been subbed. But But the the guy's working on it, apparently. Yeah, the subgroup has mentioned that they are making a quick comeback. So, yay! Yeah! But anyway, so this has been... Episode, episode 59. 59. Leave it to Daichi. Schwa for now. And schwa for now. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.